Welcome to Let's Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I'd like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide, please do me a favor. Hit that like button and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It's free. Help make this video podcast go viral by posting this link to your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and or on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms. Audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. On my YouTube channel, you can watch my latest video podcast. I provide direct links to our virtual store, my Amazon author page, our PayPal page, my Medium page, and our GoFundMe page under the About section. We look forward to having you on board with this, with us as we embrace upon this exciting project. If you are listening to this audio podcast on Anchor, just click on the YouTube icon to connect with my YouTube channel. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. I encourage all of my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my transcript so that you can read my full speech word for word or click on the audio version to hear my speech. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I give black authors and, and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. I am not interested in writing and publishing more books, but rather producing quality black empowerment films and creating successful black businesses. I am not online to beg for donations. I want to exchange something of value. My thing is, if I am going to ask for something, then I'm going to have a product or service behind it, like my revised book, or my virtual store. This video podcast is an extension of the grassroots community activist movement. Over here, we promote critical thinking while discussing social issues throughout the diaspora and on the African continent until the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago materialize. It's my hope through this podcast and through my social groups, I can connect with other like-minded black people, African people, 
Afro-Caribbean people, Afro-Brazilian people, and others who will work with me directly in turning my vision and plan for Black America and Africa into a reality. Once we get this film project fully funded and made and get our Christian business up and running, then I would love to invite many of you to Chicago, Illinois to speak or preach during our live events. Through the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, we will help pay for your travel and hotel expenses pending on our budget and sponsorship. We will also compensate you for your time and talent. Please mark your calendar for Saturday, March 25th, 2023. I would like to personally invite everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my Facebook social groups, and all of my listeners from around the globe to participate in our next virtual conference. Theme, Modern Issues in Christianity. Time, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. American Central Time, 3 p.m. Canadian Time, 8 p.m. West African Time, 9 p.m. South African Time, 10 p.m. East African Time, and 8 p.m. UK Time. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time, either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call, by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion. When are black people and African immigrants in America going to build Krakow, Chicago? Who are the black boule? Identifying white supremacist financial elites in America and systematic racism in education. Our first topic. When are black people and African immigrants in America going to build Krakow of Chicago? This is the most important topic that we need to discuss. Before I cut and run to Africa, I need African immigrants who reside in the United States of America who are from the following African nations. They are Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Angolia, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Uganda. I need all of you to get in contact with me. First, get my ebook from Amazon. I provide the link in the comment section of this video podcast. It's only $9.99. Read my story for yourself. If you agree with my plan for Black America and Africa, then the next step is to donate what you can to our film project on our GoFundMe page. I also provide the link in the comment section. Finally, make arrangements with me to come on the show to discuss my revised book. Since 2010, I have been paying out of pocket to secure the business title, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, because I felt that this was the best way to reach our black youth and to connect with other like-minded black people, African people, Afro-Brazilian people, and Afro-Caribbean people in order for us to solve our social problems within the United States 
of America and on the African continent. I'm not getting pushback from white people. I'm getting pushback from black people. The white man is not stopping black people from buying my book, buying items from my virtual store, or stopping black people from listening to my podcast. These are choices we are making ourselves, and we have to accept that responsibility. The Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago is about reconnecting the diaspora with continental Africans so that we can heal collectively as a group from colonization and enslavement, as well as to learn how to trust and trade among ourselves. Kakao Chicago will focus on enterprise, real estate, and building up the African-American community while expanding our presence in 10 African nations. We want to help contribute to Africa's modernization, but the black grassroots need to do more in helping us get this business popping in America. I came across a video of a white man talking about lithium to investors. He said in Zambia, the people want value for their resources. When you create a lithium factory, that could create an African middle class. Africa is unable to get loans to develop herself, which means Africa can't build a standard of living for her people. You got millions of Africans living abroad, building up someone else's economy. I am calling upon every black person in the Caribbean, every black person in the United States of America, every black person in Europe, and every black and every African in Africa who is listening to this podcast. Africa has to be our home base. The Europeans have stolen a lot of wealth out of Africa. The bad side of capitalism is monopolization with no competition and mega corporations utilizing their lobbyists. The white white supremacist financial elite solution was to tell Africans they're overpopulated and they need to stop having babies. I speak to my African brothers and sisters with love. You all need to push for reparations for colonizations from the European nations that was responsible, just like what we're trying to do here in America. We're trying to hold the United States uh, government for legal uh, slavery here in, in America. We want our reparations. We have to stop this exploitation of Africa. We should not allow the white supremacist financial elites to continue robbing Africa of her natural resources. Africa belongs to melanated people. The elites want to hide under the disguise of being an, an environmentalist and also as an investor. If, if we lose Africa, we lose everything. We're not trying to take over the world. We just want our autonomy and our continent. Gokai is about education, building, and networking. Gokai is our own system, but we have to build it. This is my gift to my members worldwide. At this time, we live in a white-dominated 
control economy that is capitalism. In order for us to compete in this global system, we must understand the four P's. That is product, promotion, placement, and production. I did not come from a wealthy family. I was born and raised in the black ghettos of Chicago. I desired entrepreneurship. I made it my, my job and my mission to help improve black America and to reconnect with my ancestral homeland, Africa. Black America has rejected my vision and plan for 31 years. This is why I am reaching out to the global African family, starting with African immigrants in America. We're not affiliate, affiliated with anyone. We're nonpartisan and we're independent. There's no middleman. You will be speaking directly with me. Those of you who are working with me and building the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago will go down in history with me and Sister Renee. I'm calling upon everyone on my Facebook friends list and everyone in my social groups. Please help me get my revised book on the bestsellers list and donate whatever you can to our film project on our GoFundMe page. I am counting on all of you my brothers and sisters from around the globe, we come against this inward mentality among the black race. Over here, our motto is intelligence over ignorance. I have been on Facebook for 19 years. I plan on taking our story to the next level. That is the big screen in order to reach the black masses worldwide. My revised book is my credibility. My online group is my credibility. This podcast is my credibility. And my virtual store is my credibility. I don't operate like the next black man. I have my own style and way of doing things. Black America has two choices, either embrace annihilation or embrace survival. Since black Chicago and black America have rejected my vision and plan, my Christian business will be membership based. Those of you who are not part of us, we will pray f we will pray for them, show them tough love, and keep it moving. I used to be a Pan-Africanist. The only problem I had was that they left God out of it. You don't have to be a Christian to be a part of the grassroots community activist movement, but you have to come with clean hands and be able to follow instructions. My goal is to be granted a diplomatic passport. Once we get our film project fully funded and made, then we can begin making our presence known in the low-income African-American community, starting on the west side of Chicago. Once we have our African immigrants in, in America in place, then we can launch our African tours. Gukai of Africa will take the lead in hosting African tours. We will assist our members with booking, answering any questions about African politics, business opportunities, and, and or applying for dual citizenship. Our members will have direct access to me via email, phone, or in person. 
Your contribution to our film project through our virtual store, my revised book, our PayPal page, and our GoFundMe page will help get our film project closer to becoming a reality, as well as to help grow our platform. I want African Americans or descendants of American slaves and the diaspora to realize that there are opportunities to do business on the African continent. I want black Americans to think beyond America and that we don't have to continue to be treated like fourth and fifth class citizens. Black Americans have been marching and protesting for 60 years, begging the white supremacist financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality, and still they want to play hardball. Well, today we have options. There is no value in, for life in our inner cities. Africa's natural resources build everyone else's economy. The Jews are the least populated people on the planet, yet they control major industries because they practice group economics. We can do the same thing. Black people are one of the most populated groups in the world, yet we're the weakest group because we're divided based on social class, religion, and political affiliation. Rakayo Chicago will take the lead in uniting like-minded black people and African people. In Rakayo, we will not allow greed to control our decision. I need your help to first get our story on the big screen so that through this film, we can reach the black masses. The proceeds from the film will help put me in a better position financially to buy property in Chicago, purchase office equipment, and hire black middle-class professionals who will make sure that our Christian business is effective and successful for years to come. If you don't support your advocates, then you won't have any advocates. I'm just one black man with a vision and a plan. It takes a team to make a dream work. Hear, hear, hear me, um, Black America. It takes a team to make a dream work. Rakaio Chicago will promote black artists and black entrepreneurs. We will offer black empowerment films, music, slash video promotion. Social media marketing on popular platforms such as YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and many more. I created a GoFundMe page last April as a crowdfunding source so that everyone knows exactly where the funds will be going. We will be using our GoFundMe page as an indicator of our progress. So far, out of 1,678 people on my Facebook friends list, only four people have donated to our film project, and this is why it's taken me so long to get things done. I am encouraging everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners from around the globe to please um, support our film project so that way I can move this Christian business from behind the computer. It's just that simple. It takes capital. Uh, again, that's why I wrote the book in the first place. That's why I have the virtual store. I'm trying to generate capital so I can move this organization from behind a computer. 
Um, please subscribe to my YouTube page and share my page with all of your friends on all of the social media that, that you are on. Please leave a public comment in the comment section on my YouTube page. This will help get the ball rolling. Those of you who would donate to our film project through our GoFundMe page and display your name and the amount you are contributing, we will mention you in the film credits. In addition, everyone who contributes to our film project will earn cool points to our future live events at Grokayo, Chicago to show our appreciation. The best thing is that we will own the property and host unlimited events as we want. We will reach out to black-owned food, ven black food vendors and, and caterers to give them shine for their business. We will be community-oriented. This is 100% grassroots. We are not get, getting any funding from the government or major corporation because our focus is on strengthening the black family while improving the African-American community. Please leave a public comment about the topic in the comment section on my YouTube page and share this video podcast with your friends on all the social sites that you are on. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, who are the black boule? Why are they a constant problem in the African-American community? The black boule was created in 1904 in Philadelphia by Dr. Henry Menton. It was the f first black Greek fraternity in America. It was formed to gather a selected group of educated black men and black women to mirror after Yale skill and bones. By joining this exclusive secret society, they offer their members advancement in life through top positions on their job in return for loyalty for carrying out their objectives. They believe in the talented tenth. It's a belief that the best and brightest of black America is only 10%. They believe they are Lord and master over the 90% of, of the rest of us. And this is an elitist mentality. I am a college graduate, but I never joined any fraternities. The majority of ordinary black law-abiding citizens are being dis disenfranchised. The boule are living a good life. They benefit from white supremacy, white, white supremacy and black people's oppression. The white supremacist financial elites created the field Negro and the house Negro. This is part of that Willie Lynch mentality that I discuss in my revised book. Wealth brings power and the wealth is in Africa. In America, we are going to be sabotaged. Look at what happened to Black Wall Street. Our neighborhoods nationwide is being gentrified left and right. Africa has been divided up by the white supremacist financial elites during the Berlin Conference. After the end of slavery, the white supremacist financial elites instituted the Black Boulet, who had
had a vast interest in keeping the status quo, removing an articulate Negro and replacing them with the black boule will keep black people from becoming self-sufficient. They pose a pose as freedom fighters or civil rights activists. The black boule are found in top positions in the black church, the the urban league, and in the congressional black caucus. The issue that the black boule have with the black grassroots is we are fighting for our people and the the African-American community. They view us as a threat because we are the ones who are waking up the black masses. The black boule was given permission by the fin by the white supremacist financial elites to mislead black people with false information. Today we have technology on our side to debunk their claims. Thank God for social media. Roland Martin and Vice President Kamala Harris are well-known members of the boule. We talk about the black politician, how they move when it comes to addressing and solving black issues. I believe we need to look into their paperwork and see if they are members of the boule. Many black voters only vote for the a politician because they are black, not on the issues. Then you wonder why the African-American community is in the shape that it is now. They target gullible black people into voting for the Democrat. Vote, vote blue no matter who, without demanding tangibles and reparation for our votes. Many black politicians are bought and paid for by the white supremacist financial elites. Just look at the results in the African American community. Case in point, the mayor of Montgomery, Alabama, Stephen Reed, I did some research about him and I found an article in Watch the Yard entitled, quote, Omega, um, I don't know these little fancy words they use, but it's like sci-fi and something. Steve Reed was just elected the first black mayor of Montgomery, Alabama, unquote. Notice a pattern here. You see, you have Steve Harvey. He's Boule. D.L. Hoogley. He he's Boule. Ricky Smiley. He's also Boule. At this point in the game, if these black politicians are not affiliated with the black grassroots, but pumped up by the white supremacist financial elites, and is part of the Divine Nine, then they are a problem. The white supremacist financial elites is responsible for the destruction on the black family with such policies as the war on poverty and the war on drugs aimed at targeting the African-American community and the black family. People like me and others who are trying to do something positive in the low-income African-American community are ridiculed and attacked. That's why I am only interested and connecting with other like-minded black people and like-minded African immigrants in America who are serious about working with me and getting our film project fully funded and made so that we can reach the black masses within the United States of America and throughout the African diaspora. I hate to say it, but I believe black America is finished. I can't 
get a, we can't get along for nothing. I've been pushing my vision and plan for 31 years, and I'm still on first base. Notice the Boule don't promote black economic empowerment. These black politicians play on our struggle to help them elect, get elect. But once they're in office, then it's business as usual. This is just one example of a black politician. Maxine Waters has been in office for years, but what has she done for black people? Sheila Jackson Lee, what has she done for black people? We're the only community where our politicians don't have to do anything for us, yet they have contempt towards us. Voting is important, especially at the local level. I encourage all of our young people to register to vote. Your city mayor, county commissioner, sheriffs, judge, district attorneys, and your aldermen are all important. We need to start setting a referendum on any black politician who refused to listen to black residents. Lori Lightfoot lost the, her election because she was out of touch with the black community. She did not listen to um, the black community when they said that they did not want illegal Latino immigrants forced in the community because they're taking away resources. That is badly needed. But she did not open up her community to, um, to you know, to those uh, illegal uh, immigrants. And that's a double standard. Here in Chicago, like many cities across the United States of America, are facing the rise of crime. Crime affects tourism and it also affects black businesses. W.E.B. Du Bois found, founded the New York chapter of the Black Boule. He claimed he, was, he claimed he was creating it was created to keep black professionals away from Marcus Garvey. Around the same time period, Marcus Garvey started his Back to Africa movement. He represented the black grassroots and he was able to reach 4 million black people without radio or television. And that is um, wonderful. Marcus Garvey wanted to take black people back to Africa, specifically Liberia. He, Liberia. he wanted to help African, African nations produce and control their own rubber and create industries. He said if the oil of Africa is good for Rockefeller's interests. If iron is good for Carnegie interests, then these minerals are good for us. Why should we allow Wall Street and other countries to exploit our country when they are when they refuse to give us a fair chance in the countries of our adoption? He's correct. We have China, the United States of America, Russia, etc. in Africa getting all the resources. What about black America? He also said, why should Africa give to the world and not black people? He understood that we cannot be a people without any kind of power. The boule 
is a Greek organization and it's all about selling out black people for money. The majority of the boule are black lawyers, black doctors, black engineers, and black accountants. The majority of black mayors, black congressmen, black bankers, and black millionaires in America are members of the black boule. The boule members made a sworn oath to maintain white supremacy at all costs. These black leaders must be rejected and they must be seen as gatekeepers. Please leave a public comment about the topic in the comment section on my YouTube page and share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, identifying white supremacist financial elites in America. I ran across an article from NPR entitled, quote, Distributor, Newspaper Drop, Dilbert Comic Script After Creator's Racist Rant, unquote. The Scott Adams issue has a much larger context. I recommend my listeners to go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove, then click on the NPR article so that you can watch the video clip. On the video, Scott Adams is mocking black people. First, he said he's been devoting resources to black Americans, and he identified himself as black. This is not a serious statement. This is sarcasm. He does not name any specific uh, things that he have done for black people. Notice that the closer we get to receiving reparation, the more that the white supremacist financial elites are speaking their minds. In Scott Adams' case, he has made about $70 million. We got black athletes, black celebrities, black entertainers, black politicians, and black business owners who have hundreds of millions of dollars but won't say a word about black issues. Scott Adams is worth tens of millions of dollars because of a white monopoly economic system. Capitalism gives white people preferential treatment just for being white. I explained this to my group members years ago. The root of white supremacy is its economy. Scott Adams is not getting the Kanye West treatment, nor is he getting the Kyrie Irving treatment. Scott Adams has been the beneficiary of millions and millions of dollars of unearned preferential treatment to make sure he is papered up. Here's the real issue. It's taxpayers subsidizing all of these white companies who are getting millions of dollars in taxpayers' subsidies. Guess who have come to save Scott Adams? No other than South African Africana Elon Musk. We saw what the white supremacist financial elites did to Kanye in one week. We saw what they did to Bill Cosby in one month. 
Scott Adams does not have to create a GoFundMe page because he has access to an economy for that. I found an article by the LA Times entitled, quote, Elon Musk's growing empire is fueled by $4.9 billion in government subsidies, unquote. I encourage my listeners to read the full article in order to understand this economic system of tyranny and economic racial monopoly while they sit up here and tell us they can't afford to pay us reparations. Also check out the article from CNN Business entitled, quote, Here's how Elon Musk fortune has has benefited from taxpayers, unquote. These are our tax dollars at work. I am showing you how the state and the federal government have supported people like Elon Musk giving billions of dollars to white men. Do you realize how successful black people would be if only 1% of our population was granted a half a billion dollars? If the government would treat us the way they do people like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, etc. The, the federal government is subsidizing Tesla with a tax credit. The white supremacist financial elites get their wealth from mega corporations, hedge funds, banks, and wealthy institutions. Please leave a public comment about the topic in the comment section on my YouTube page and share this video podcast with your friends on all your social media. This will help get the ball rolling. Our fourth topic, systematic racism in education. I discussed this topic in my revised book. We're talking about school districts and how the system rely on property tax to fund them. I found an article entitled, quote, Judge Deems Pennsylvania's School Funding System Unconstitutional, unquote. According to the article, a Commonwealth Court judge has ruled that Pennsylvania's school funding system is unconstitutional because it inherently disadvantages poor school districts by relying heavily on property tax. It seems designed to keep the rich in position of power by maintaining an uneven playing field. The arrangement is the arrangement not only discriminates against poor black communities, they they also include brown communities too. Maintaining inequality through education is much more than pitting people against each other based on race and class. I believe that public schools should be funded by the taxes of everybody within the state. Public schools should get an equal amount of funding regardless of someone's zip code. The average black person in America makes around 40000 per year. The white supremacist financial elites price home values way above that price range because they know that many black Americans don't make 
$100,000 or more in terms of, you know, the average person. They set the prices, price range higher in order to weed out the average black American from their their neighborhoods. They will say it's not about race, it's about finance. There's a lot of ways we can fight back against economic racism. That is for us to begin practicing group economics. For example, in every major city in America, you will find a Chinatown. They have their own grocery stores, banks, legal offices, doctor's office, etc. This is what I've been trying to build for our people for the past 31 years. It's a turnoff that I'm still on first base. I do not want to be doing this another 31 years. I don't want to die in America. I want to bring my vision and plan to Africa. But before I come to Africa, I want African immigrants in America to come forth and work with me first in getting our film project fully funded and made. Then we will focus on building Rakaio, Chicago from the proceeds of the film. When I come to South Africa, I don't want to waste time telling people who I am. My film project and my Christian business will speak for itself, as well as African immigrants who will be working with me in person. I will lead by example by applying for dual citizenship and setting up chapters in South Africa to prove to Africans I mean business. We will separate ourselves from black boule, degenerates, off-code Negroes, active gang members, pedophiles, rapists, and urban terrorists. When slavery ended, our ancestors left those plantations, but also the backstabbers and master pleasers followed behind them. The Kai of Chicago will raise the bar in black America. We will hold mandatory orientations. Everyone will be screened and must sign our community pledge. We will also require our members' thumbprint so that we can keep tabs on who's doing what within the organization. Everyone must contribute something to the organization. No freeloaders. We will pull our resources together in order to create our own community health care center, community grocery store, and community housing. This will be group economics in action. In Gurkai of Africa, we will not have any corruption, nor not on my watch. Please leave a public comment about the topic in the comment section on my Facebook page and share this video podcast with your friends on all social media that you are on. This will help get the ball rolling. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to wait around for about um, five to ten minutes. And uh, if I don't have any um, callers to come on the show, then we're going to conclude the show for today. But again, I encourage everyone to please leave a comment and share the information. I'm doing the best that I can with the tools that I have. Um, Some of my critics would say that it sounds like I'm monotone. Well, I mean, is that the best that you can say? 
I mean, yes, I read my speeches without shame because I want to make sure that uh, I get my message out there loud and clear without shame. Uh, help stop the genocide in American ghettos. I cannot sugarcoat that. This is not for entertainment. This is a public announcement. And those that have rejected my vision and plan for the past 31 years, what has it proved? You ain't changed nothing. I'm still standing on uh, what my creator has given me. And I'm doing the best that I can. And those that rejected me, if I catch you uh, in our mandatory orientation, I will embarrass you. Just, I'm just letting you know, and I'm keeping it real. Because I'm not doing this for no game. I'm not doing this um, for people to like me. I'm doing this to help our people and for us to stop acting like the N-word. That's what the white supremacist financial elites called us and, you know, a lot of our people and, you know, they embrace that foolishness. Over here, we don't play that. We want to be the best that we can be. We want to promote um, black excellency. And, um, again, I wanted people to understand, especially if you uh, are a true Gracam member, um, I'm going to work with you and your immediate family members for life, long as you're an active member. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, I'm not trying to be like these other black organizations that's out here and trying to follow somebody else's, um, you know, how they do their stuff. I, I got my own style. And so, again, I want to make sure that um, all my 